0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Tonight We Talk. As always, I'm Grace Nerl James, your host, and hopefully I will always be here as your host. Until I die, of course, but that's a whole other subject. Now, we don't really have one of those upbeat, super exciting, jokey episodes in store for you tonight. We're being a little bit more serious. I'm joined with Jameson Steele, and <laughs> we talk about mental health. We talk about how it affects one of us, and how one of us came to know that we even had an issue at all. We also go on to say mental illness is by definition illness, that it's not something that should be glorified, and it's not something that should be considered this great thing. It is a problem. That doesn't mean the people that have mental illness are any less people. It just means that they have issues like all of us do. They have to take the right steps to treating themselves or even getting better. I don't want to spoil too much of the conversation, and if that previous statement sounded a little cryptic, well, well, as you get through the episode, you'll come to understand what I mean. So, without any further stalling or chatting or whatnot, I hope you enjoy. So, my lovely guest, you know, this time I'm not going to screw it up because I introduced you by name when I told you to introduce yourself. It was just all broken.
1: We we both kind of screwed up, so we'll we'll, we'll We'll take it.
0: it. Yeah, we'll take it from the top. So, uh, lovely anonymous guest, why don't (laughs) you introduce yourself and tell us why the people should care?
1: Well, uh, my name is Jamison Steele, and you should care because I am currently in your ears. How weird is that?
0: Oh my god, she's in our ears. Somebody call a doctor. <laughs> I would see a doctor about that. Steel syndrome. i been called call parasitic it. before. Ugh. Ugh. I hate parasites. But that's not what tonight's podcast is about. Uh, anything else besides bugs would be fantastic.
1: Sounds great.
0: Now, you and I were talking before we sat down and decided to record the show tonight. And we were like, hey we should probably come up with something to talk about. Maybe, just maybe have an actual topic that, you know, we're focused on over the process of 50 minutes. And, you know, we were a little stumped. We were like, hmm, what can we do here? What, what would be a, a good idea? And then we came on to a topic that kind of applied to both of us in our lives right now. And that was talking about our mental health, which these days I feel like I don't know, you tell me. Maybe four years ago, nobody would have been talking about the importance of things like depression and anxiety. Fast forward to today, and it's all over the internet. hmm And I... I feel like it almost normalizes it.
1: What do you no, think? Of course, and uh, that, that's really the goal, to normalize it, because the whole issue with... Um with people talking about mental illnesses is anybody with a mental illness can be afraid to talk about it because people will Mm. think that they're crazy or not normal which is a big issue and having it become I don't want to say mainstream but I'm going to say mainstream having Mm. it become more mainstream and having more people talking about it yeah has really brought it out into the open and made it an okay thing to talk about and we can thank a lot of things for that over the past uh, couple years. There's been a lot of different things that mm -hmm. have brought attention to it.
0: I mean, hashtag John Green, am I right? Mm -hmm. And like every single one of his books.
1: Yeah, John Green actually really did help, I I gotta say. Like his his brothers YouTube channel, he's talked about mental health before, and he does it in a very good way. And I mean, I like his books. His books talk about mental health in a pretty good way. I like the books. Real also, writing. actual health. Mm-hmm. Fault in Our Stars. Cancer.
0: <laughs> Isn't this Hashtag cancer.
1: Hashtag cancer.
0: <laughs> but, uh, The Fault in Our Stars wasn't just about cancer, though. It was about a lot more than just that. Alright, like,
1: well, it was about, like, a relationship between two young people who don't have a lot of time together.
0: Mm-hmm. And you could even circle it back to having it be slightly about mental health in the sense that This girl didn't think she deserved to be loved because she was going to die,
1: Mm -hmm. and maybe that that says a a lot. Yeah, that was a that was a very big part of the book, and yeah, it's it's really really interesting to just think like this person thinks they're worthless. Why? Mm -hmm. No real reason. They just think it because of things wrong in their head, Mm -hmm. and
0: that's it sucks because yeah, that's that's scary.
1: Yeah, that's a scary concept. Like, mental health Mm. or mental illness, when you really, like, think about it for a second, Mm -hmm. it's a scary concept. Like, it's literally a chemical imbalance in the most important part of your body.
0: Mm -hmm. Telling you, like, hey, uh, guess what? You're not being happy today.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so strange when you really think about it. Like, Mm -hmm. thinking about, like, your brain isn't actually like normal yeah Yeah. your brain isn't working as intended it's Mm -hmm. so strange
0: well on the topic of normalizing mental illness i'm not sure if i'm exactly okay with it to the degree that it's gone to and i'm going to explain on that because maybe some people will take me the right way and like understand what i'm trying to say right now and there may be some people who are like, Grayson, are you shaming mental illness? How dare you? You sick, you sick <laughs> son of a... Whoop, that's not good. Hashtag professionalism. Uh, that was a phone alarm that was meant to wake me up. Don't worry about that, anybody who's listening. You know.
1: He's awake now.
0: <laughs> I'm right, woke. Get, Hashtag woke. Do you
1: want to uh, start that thought over?
0: No, um, I'm still going to carry it through. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm trying to say, hey, mental illness is not something that should have any attention on it, and it's not something that deserves serious thought. That's not what I'm trying to say. Mental illness is not just depression, it's so much more than that. Sometimes it's anxiety, and, you know, by the definition of being mental illness, it can go to the extent of, hey, I hallucinate about things, or I have this nervous twitch you know it doesn't uh, just limit itself to depression and anxiety where I get into normalizing and saying I'm not sure if I'm okay if these mental health issues are being normalized is I
1: I think I know what you're trying to say um -hmm. if if I may go ahead Uh, (laughs) um Normalizing and bringing it out into the open so that people can talk about it uh, safely and calmly is one thing. While mm-hmm. making it seem like these mental illnesses are something to be, to be sought after, what's called romanticizing it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, going back to the example of The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. I've seen posts on Tumblr about people wishing they had cancer so mm-hmm. they could have a relationship like Hazel and Augustus.
0: And Where it's that is, like all in, essentially. Yeah,
1: and that is a horrible, horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about that for a second. People are actually wishing that they had a horrific, life-threatening disease mm-hmm. just so they could be cute in Amsterdam for a while
0: yeah to say like hey my relationship has a limited time on it and the fact that, that it's going it to expire yeah it makes it different and i want different haha
1: yeah exactly and it's uh it, it's also like mm-hmm. the generalization of mental illnesses like saying oh i i clean my room once every week i'm so ocd or mm-hmm. or the, the one that really gets to me is uh mm-hmm. the Re- very very recent trend of not even saying retarded, but saying using autistic as an insult. Like it's so much more specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and and this one gets to me personally because I know you know this, but a lot of people don't. I am autistic, mm-hmm. and it's just when when people use this as an insult, as trying to think like, well, do you actually know what autism is like yeah what like you,
0: do you understand like right? what
1: are they connecting it to do they connect autism to mm-hmm. being stupid to making dumb decisions to being weird what's your connection what does autism look like to you
0: and you know i would say three years ago maybe uh maybe slightly farther back but i feel like it, this was still happening three years ago that was the case with the word gay i think and mm-hmm. people would be like, I mean, oh, man, that's so gay. I mean, all of
1: these th- these things are still being done today.
0: It's like, hey, let's make fun of you for not even... I was going to say being making fun of somebody for being the way that they are. But even then, sometimes people are douchebags, and that's the way they are. So that's not even the right coin of phrase to justify anything I'm saying. It's like, hey, let's make fun of you for this this harmless thing... That is a character attribute. It's not a flaw. it's just something about what makes you you. like hey, maybe you like dudes, that's cool. like whatever it's a dude or maybe you like girls, or maybe you like everything in between.
1: Yeah, there's no issue with it. They're no less of a person for being different, and even that, like i'm I, I shouldn't even say for being different. they're still a normal person.
0: yes. Like, it's like, uh, there's no, the deal? I've heard a lot of people saying more and more recently on the subject of LGBTQ, and then there's a whole bunch of other letters after that, but the most popular version I've heard is LGBTQ, and it pretty much just means everything that's not, or everyone that's not straight. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, um, if you're considering yourself like the the cis, white, male, that's a, that's a term that's thrown around because it means I'm the majority. Cis, white, male. Um, but they started putting these terms in, like the word cis. That's what I wanted to draw focus on. As far as I know, and I could be mistaken, but the way I had it explained to me was, cis pretty much means you're comfortable with being whatever gender uh, that you have just said. So if you're a cis male, you're a comfortable being male, male.
1: Yeah, cis is, cisgender is being comfortable with the gender that you were born.
0: Mm-hmm. And what I'm getting with, like, on that train of thought is we've had to start differentiating where people never differentiated before. People are saying, well, why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just be, like, the regular? And that's how it's always been, I think, for a very long time is... Why can't I just be the average? I feel like I'm just another guy. The first time I heard the term cis be described to me, I was actually a little upset. I was like, why can't I just be, like, normal? Why do I have to have a term added on to everything to say, okay, I'm cis now? Like, I thought I was just a straight guy. And it's like, it goes deeper than that. It's to represent everybody. And I can see that perspective. I can see why people want those specifics. I don't know, I don't feel like we have those things necessarily in mental health just yet. Because everyone just wants to be okay when we're talking about mental health.
1: Well, what do you mean, those things? We don't, we don't have
0: these, these terms, I think, that make, that makes it sound like everything's okay. We have terms like mental health issue. And it makes it sound like there's a problem, which to some degree there is. Like we said, there's this imbalance of chemicals or whatever, maybe something's not developed. There's a, there's many reasons for why people turn out in different ways, whether or not it's a traumatic experience or they were born a certain way. However, what I'm trying to say is there's no there's no normalization that doesn't, I feel like, degrade in certain ways. There's no... There's no term like cis to describe somebody who's maybe suffered with mental illness, um, whichever one non-specific that we're using as an example. But we have a term like cis to describe... Sorry, my microphone just went out. Can you still hear me? I can now. All right. Yeah, so what I was saying is there's no term like that for mental health.
1: All right. I suppose I see what you're saying. You're saying, like, there's no broad term for
0: people... Who...
1: Don't have a mental illness?
0: Yeah, there's no. I guess I should use the word comfortable. Okay. There's no, hey, everything is okay. It's okay to be different term. Yeah, well, the... there is, you have an issue. That's how we describe people that have mental issues.
1: Well, no, the thing is, everybody has mental health. Literally, mm-hmm. everybody. It's just. Like, it's the same way that everybody has physical health. Everybody yes. has mental health. And if somebody has something wrong with them, something that isn't mm-hmm. correct, that's a mental health issue. And I don't think we should shy away from saying that because saying the word issue feels wrong. It's it, it's the fact.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds like I, I tiptoe when I try to explain this because... It's so easy to offend people by saying the wrong term.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, well, I mean, I know what you mean by, by saying, like, it's very easy to offend people, which, which it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and first of all, I'm just going to say, like, we're sorry if we, if we ever offend anybody on this show, but these are, mm-hmm. these are our viewpoints. We're, we're saying what we say,
0: right? And we're not, uh, we're not above making mistakes with the wrong terminology.
1: Yeah, like, we're human. We mess up.
0: Let me ask you kind of a flip side of this whole topic of mental health and maybe even our own mental health in a little bit. We might touch on that, but for right now, let me ask, do you know anybody, wow, I said that word, very weird, do you know, there we go, pronouncing properly, anyone who throws these considerations to the wind that they think, hey, uh, I'm just going to do an impression of a a hyperbolic example. It's like, oh god, everybody has these mental health issues today. You know, back in my day, everyone was just, you know, people. And, you know, now you have all these kids coming out saying that they're depressed and that they have anxiety. I have anxiety. But I still go to work. Have you ever heard people like that?
1: so people who think that... hmm.
0: Because I've heard multiple, granted mostly... Uh, older generations say things along those lines, like, "Well, I have anxiety, maybe i 'm not happy in life right now, but i still I still go to work i don 't let that impact my life i don 't get special treatment for my depression, but these people have never seen a doctor they 're just saying these things they're like, well, maybe i'm depressed, maybe I have anxiety, but oh it 's
1: because the advancements that we've made in modern medicine, we can easily diagnose these things now, which we couldn't before, mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. as the example of my grandpa, he has ADD, while mm-hmm. when he was a kid, it was just dismissed as him being dumb, so they would smack him and tell him to sit down. Mm-hmm. But it's a real thing. It's a disorder where he couldn't stay focused.
0: Mm-hmm. And ADD is something that's been acknowledged for, I think, a long time now. When we were, when we were children growing up in uh, primary school, that was a real thing you got tested for, to see if you hadn't t- uh, attention deficit. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, back when we were kids, like, e- even back then, that was quite a while ago, let's say, I don't know, 10 years Ten ago. 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, 10 years ago, ADD was, like, one of the only things they tested you for. yeah they didn't check anything else I didn't know I was autistic until I was 17 because I didn't show the very very obvious signs of like very low functioning autism I'm Mm -hmm. extremely high functioning so the only ways that they could tell like they they didn't do any tests back then they just thought you know well he really likes some things and really doesn't like other things he's Mm -hmm. just that's just how he is it's like no that's a very very clear symptom of high functioning autism is having fixations on on very specific things for a very short period of time and then Mm -hmm. it's gone
0: Uh, okay i see i think i understand what you mean Mm -hmm.
1: like i had i it's sort of like the the whole it's just a phase trope where Mm -hmm. some people would like they would have their rebellious phase for Mm -hmm. a while I had, like, eight different phases of different things. It's like, I wanted mm-hmm. to be a magician once, and a game designer, and a ventriloquist, and I mm. wanted to do so many things, and I would get so invested in these things for, like, two weeks.
0: Granted, they're all pretty cool. Just saying. I like magicians.
1: I mean, they were pretty cool.
0: I still know a couple card tricks. <laughs> Tell me, is this your card? No. Oh, well, dang it. Well. Uh. Let me try again.
1: Hold that's, on. That's my bit.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, you were uh, saying? Sorry, I interrupted.
1: Yeah. So it's it's the advancement in in modern medicine where it's very mm-hmm. easily to diagnose and especially treat these things. Mm-hmm. Where um, people then they just sort of dismissed it, and since they've dismissed it for so long, seeing mm-hmm. these advancements and seeing that kids now. Do have the same things as kids back then, but now they have names. It's got yeah. a little overwhelming.
0: I think so too. But I'm gonna maybe touch on maybe a less a less popular opinion. But by the end of it, I think you might understand where I'm coming from. So ADHD, like we just finished saying, maybe about ten years ago, a little before that, got acknowledged as something that was real, something that existed. And we started, you know, testing kids for it and making, making considerations on those attributes when we put them into the education system. At least here in Canada. So we have this. We have whether it's a disorder or an issue um, where ADHD or ADD once was, maybe even dyslexia. Now we have things maybe, maybe considerably less impactful on learning exactly but that doesn't mean maybe depression or anxiety can't affect your learning in other ways but other yeah very much but the point i'm trying to make is other mental health things that impact people's lives in general that we didn't account for before and before adhd add dyslexia were being considered these real things that existed they probably had to jump through hoops to be acknowledged as these real things that happen and that might be where anxiety depression etc fall into are you uh, are you with me on that so far i understand so and of course this is just an idea so you have the people who are taking this new information in and the way they grew up was different when my parents, or your parents, or our grandparents, or whosoever listening's grandparents, parents, ETC, family members, who are significantly older than them, they grew up in very different situations than what we grew up in. ADHD may not have even been acknowledged in all places, and if so, may have been rare. You know, these very, very popular mental whatevers were not being acknowledged as much. And now, like we were saying, you know, rewinding way back, it's getting popular. It's why I said, hey, I might not be okay with, you know, uh, mental health problems or disorders being normalized because it might take away from the seriousness that they hold. So, these Mm people...
1: I I see what you're saying, but I still think that it's bringing it out into the open and being able mm-hmm. to talk about it isn't a bad thing not being afraid of it and uh, the, the the stigma mm-hmm. behind it not being afraid that you'll be outed as a weirdo for having and I some totally sort agree of issue that's mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine and in fact I was an advocate for that um, back in my hometown I went from like high schools and mm-hmm. elementary schools with uh, with this group. And we talked about mental health and like spread the word saying, hey, you can talk about this, Mm -hmm. it's okay. But romanticizing it and going on Tumblr and looking up all of these different things and finding one symptom Mm -hmm. that kind of relates to you and then saying you have it and just playing Pokemon with mental health labels trying to catch Mm -hmm. as many as you can is a very bad thing, and it's really, really dangerous to the
0: cause. And that's kind of where, and this is branching off a little bit off of the topic, but it's still connected, I think. Um, On the internet, there's a lot of hate between what some people call feminazis, Um, pretty much people that identify as feminists, and they say they want equality, but they want equality through depreciating, whether it's usually another gender, usually the uh, male male people to be exact and you know they say they have all these uh what is it there's a stigma that they have all these issues like i am the minority is essentially what they're trying to get across and when i say i don't want things to be normalized i guess i should say i don't want everyone saying that they're a victim that's what i don't want i don't want everyone to say that Uh oh i need and not in the serious sense like there's a difference between saying i need help and, oh, give me attention. I need help. It's a delicate line because, you know, uh-huh. you don't never want to disregard anybody that's saying they need help. But then there are these people, mostly on the Internet, some, are, is some in real life, that they play it up. They're like, oh, I totally have all these issues, right? Look at me. My life is so bad. And there's always been people like that. It never always revolved around mental health. There were always people who complained that they had life so much worse than uh, Joe sitting next to me. So uh-huh. that's what I mean when I say I don't want these things to be normalized. I don't want the, the seriousness to be abused. I do think it's important that we can talk about them. I don't think it's a good thing when people maybe aren't being truthful about it. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's less to do with, and by that I mean like, uh, people saying these things and saying Oh, look at me, look at how bad I have it I'm, mm-hmm. My life is so much worse than you I think that's less to do with uh, The openness of talking about Mental health And more to do with Like, as I said Like the romanticizing of it in Popular culture and stuff like that People thinking like, oh, if I have a mental illness That mm-hmm. means I'm cool Or or something like that Like, like oh, OCD is, is quirky mm-hmm. That's cool, or Oh, depression is so poetic. Yeah. I want that stuff like that, right? Where I, I do, I definitely do agree with what you're saying, but um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's part of that, like mm-hmm. that that culture, and and it really has become
0: I think so a too.
1: culture where people just sort of say they have a mental illness mm-hmm. without doing any research on it and then everybody agrees with them and tells them how bad they have it and, or agrees with them on how bad they have it and says it's okay honey you're still perfect and, and whatever and it's like sure y- you are but it's not. you're not perfect because you're perfect you you're have you. a mental illness you're perfect mm-hmm. d- dis- despite yeah we yes. don't
0: want mental illness to be like, the popular thing like, the craze. The craze is what I mean. Not yeah. the newest fad.
1: Yeah, and and for, with my example, with with autism, with, mm-hmm. with me, is like, I'm not me because of autism. I'm me mm-hmm. despite my autism. Like, I've learned to overcome the things mm-hmm. that are an issue with me. And even then, mm-hmm. I haven't. Like, there are still a lot of things that get to me, a lot of very very, very autistic mm. things that get to me where where I just think, like, man, this sucks. Mm. Why do I have this? What can I do to fix it? Where it's like... If if I hear repetitive sounds too much, it makes me literally mm-hmm. want to pull out my own hair. Or if, if there's too many things going on... Like, uh, th- there was one time... This is mm-hmm. a very, very strange example. But I was... I was at my, uh, my parents' house, mm-hmm. and I was cooking spaghetti, and I was stirring it, and I could smell it, and I had just tasted it, and, like, the smoke was coming up, the smoke was in my eyes, and it was in my mouth, my mom was right next to me laughing, and you've heard my mom's mm-hmm. laugh, she has a very loud laugh, and uh, my mom was right next to me, and she laughed, and there were people talking to the right of me, and there were just all of these different mm-hmm. things connected and it was just there was mm. a lot of things happening and the the straw that broke the camel's back was when i sort of rested my hand on the uh, on the stove and it was just slightly warm and just that mm. slight heat combined with all of the mm. other senses absolutely broke me and I started crying and I had to leave the room. And to any other person that mm. sounds absolutely ridiculous. Like thing like I heard too many things and then felt something hot Incredible. so I had to yeah. go away. But yeah, but sensory overload is a very very real and scary thing for mm. people with autism. Sensory overload is probably one of the scariest things that's happened to me.
0: And sorry, go on. Just not not that specific
1: example, but it's happened multiple times mm-hmm. in my that life. That wasn't the first time. Is mm-hmm. what it wasn't the first time. It won't be the last. Mm-hmm.
0: And just on the topic of autism, because we've established you have autism, I can remember when you first told me. I wasn't not happy, but I was. I think the term is stoic, um, not emotional on it. And understandably, when you found out, you almost had a a certain pride. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. Do you think that's okay of me to say? Um, Almost a pride to know that you had it, I suppose. It
1: was was an Mm eye-opener, yes. Um, I wouldn't say I'm proud that I have it or proud that I knew, but I am happy that I've figured it Mm -hmm. out. And it definitely cleared up a lot of things i I'm better knowing than I am mm-hmm. not knowing,
0: but uh, what I was getting to with that is I remember telling you after I almost noticed that there was this this pattern that I was worried about because I was worried about you almost sounding like the normalizers of the situation where you would always find a way to break up a conversation like oh i have I have autism," and I told you with the best intentions that I don't want to think of you as the guy who has autism. I want to think of you as the guy I have always known because even though you have autism, nothing has changed. Do you remember? Do you remember that? I
1: know what Mm -hmm. you're talking about. Yes. And that's the thing. There was nothing Mm -hmm. different because I've always had autism. Mm -hmm. So I'm still the person that you knew 10 minutes Mm -hmm. ago. The reason I brought it up so much back then was because people didn't know. Like, people that I've known for this long, I felt had an obligation to know. Mm -hmm. Because they're my friends. I care about them, and they care about me. Mm -hmm. They should know that this is a fact about me. I I remember I told Jake, and all he said was, Okay. Cool story. (laughs) And that was exactly what i needed mm. like i was building up to it i was so worried about how about how we were going to react and we were talking about something let's just say video games because that's the thing that a we lot, talk about yeah. um so for example skyrim that's a good game we were talking about skyrim mm. and i said well like i need i need to say something i need to get something off my chest uh, i went to a to a counselor and i talked to them we did some tests and we found out that i i'm autistic i have autism and i was so worried about how he's gonna react and he just went okay cool so i made a new skyrim character and uh and then then that was it yeah that was all it was and that's maybe how i needed it to be
0: yeah maybe that's how it should be
1: (laughs) that is how it should be because as i said I was no different than I was ten minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I've always had autism. Nothing
0: changed. Other than having this almost classification. Which, um, if you don't mind, if we're kind of done on that discussion, I'd like to bring up...
1: (laughs) Wrap it up, Jameson, enough about you. Yeah,
0: let's stop talking about you, (laughs) guests. You know, the whole point of having guests is so I can neglect them. You know, Uh, kidding, obviously. Um, discussing classifications. That's something I've always been 50-50 on. I understand that, okay, these are titles, almost, to say, hey, your brain may work like this, or, um, let's not even just limit it to, uh, the brain and mental health, mental disorders. Let's say... Heart, let's say um, muscles there are different different things that affect you and when you have these things that affect you there is a title put on it sometimes when things occur in a number of people it's safe to say okay this is a this is a thing this is something that happens to human beings and so we put a name on it so we have something to refer to it as it it belongs. As much as I have a liver and you have a liver because we're human, um, do these two individuals have uh, maybe light depression, light to moderate depression? Does that make sense so far? Mm-hmm. But then you have these classifications. And this is also what I was touching on with with saying the, uh, the term cis um, and the normalizations trying to Normalizations in the sense of trying to come up with inclusive terms instead of exclusive terms. When we use the technical terms like mental illness, depression, anxiety, autism, they have negative connotations these days. And I don't think that's right. Do you think that we should have new words to describe these, these mental whatevers in more positive ways?
1: Honestly, no. Because they're not positive things. Like, mm-hmm. they are what they are, and we need to address them as such.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're saying, you know, somebody who is who so, so, has such bad social anxiety that maybe they have to leave a room sometimes because they get so afraid. We shouldn't be giving them a title, let's say... Just for the sake of example, unique. Everybody who has uh, social anxiety, we don't say they have social anxiety anymore. We say they are unique. And you're not okay with that. You say that, no, these are still issues and they should be treated as such. But we don't forget that these people are still people. They're not defined by their flaws. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. They're not just as you said they're not defined by their flaws so we don't need to give them like another special label to make them feel good about it to make them feel mm-hmm. okay with their mental issues which of course at first you're not going to be okay with them because they're, they are not good things mm-hmm. to have so it, it takes it takes some time to to really think about it and to get used to it mm-hmm. but but we shouldn't shy away from from saying the real thing just because it, it might hurt their feelings or something. Mm. Like, I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive in saying that. Like they're just pansies and they need to man up about it. No, of course, it, right? it's, it, it's, it's a like, delicate
0: subject. That's why I've yeah. struggled with my sentences so much. It's like, how do I say this in the most understanding way?
1: Mm-hmm. like i 've noticed you 've been calling it like mental things or stuff like that exactly when when it's no it is a mental health issue mm-hmm. which or a mental illness because that 's what it is mm-hmm. it's not it 's not a good thing and it 's not something nice that makes you different from anybody else mm-hmm. no, it is an illness and should be treated as such. Like, people don't look at mental illnesses the same way that they look at physical illnesses. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, they aren't the same. So we shouldn't look at them the same way. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, uh, say, let's compare, just very obviously um, hyperbolic, but uh, someone with having a panic attack. And someone having a heart attack, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can't like. I, I've noticed people say like this is a thing that's happened, and even in the uh, the medical care industry, like paramedics responding to somebody having a severe panic attack will like shake them and say, "Hey, just just calm down, right? Just stop," mm-hmm. because they think you can just stop having a panic attack because it's in your head right Mm -hmm. which you can't you're not just gonna say hey stop panicking and they'll go oops sorry i forgot to to stop doing that i'm all better now
0: yeah i see what you're saying
1: or someone with uh with depression uh and someone says hey it's okay just just be happy don't be sad just think about happy things Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow I'm cured now, thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't go up to somebody with a broken leg and say, walk it off, right? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Or, I've heard the, or someone with i
0: I've heard the example or, used or, before, yeah.
1: Yeah, someone in a cast, you wouldn't say, have you tried not having a broken arm?
0: Mm-hmm. Have you tried just being... You have you now? tried being okay? As if it were an yeah. option.
1: Yeah, You you just can't do that. It's not an option to just mm-hmm. stop having a mental illness to just suddenly be okay just like that
0: mm-hmm. but the topic of all mental illness i would say is so sensitive and as much as i hate having to tiptoe on the subject it's obvious i've tiptoed trying not to use any word that anybody can take the wrong way like it You can tell. Anybody can tell. I can tell saying it. I've stuttered a couple times trying to figure out okay, that's not the best way to say it. Rephrase. But there are so many people that will get offended if I don't do that. I don't like the fact that I had to, that I am having to. But the truth is, I could very much get a lot of people hurt emotionally, like I could hurt their feelings if I'm not this sensitive.
1: Yeah I see what you're saying but at the same time I will urge you to just To try and say it as it is mm-hmm. Not Because you don't want to hurt anybody But because That's what it is mm-hmm. And it, it's like uh, it uh it, It's like b- Back at it again Talking about me with uh, With my autism I've had like When I told family members Like they try and they try and tiptoe around it and say, "Like, oh, so you're just, you're just a, a a little quirky, right?" It's like, no, I'm autistic, and I would appreciate it if you said the real thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's like um, another uh, very different example. At uh, at my mom's work, there's a there's a Jamaican woman, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom had a had a new person at her work. Yeah. And she was asking uh the boss, like, hey, I have these papers, who do I give them to? And the boss said, Oh, you give them to I don't remember her name, let's say Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Just go give them to Cheryl. Cheryl's the Jamaican lady. And uh and the new girl goes, Oh I, I don't I don't know who who that is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like who's Cheryl? Can you point her out? And it took three people And about a minute and a half Mm -hmm. of people, like, trying to describe and tiptoe around the subject of trying to describe this person who this new girl has never met without saying she's the black lady. (laughs) Because they're so afraid of saying she's black as if it's a bad thing right as if we're not allowed it's not yeah it's just she's a black woman Mm -hmm. what's the issue with saying that my mom actually did say that she stood up and said cheryl's the jamaican woman over there and the new girl went thank you (laughs) and cheryl started laughing Mm -hmm. and there was no issue with it Mm -hmm. because who who cares Mm -hmm. right like what's What's the problem? Why does it matter? I urge you to just... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I urge you to just say it as it is.
0: Well, you know, on that note, I think I'm going to have to take your advice and say, hey, it might not happen necessarily instantly, but I should definitely work on referring to anybody with any kind of mental issue, like, being completely straightforward with it. Talking to somebody who has depression and says, well, how say how bad is it how bad is your depression not how bad is your mental issue or oh god forbid saying Mm -hmm. how how is your mental thing that would get ridiculous
1: your how's your mental thing Mm -hmm. are you okay it's like no it's like are you feeling depressed Mm -hmm. are you okay how can i help because even just saying they'll 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 appreciate Mm -hmm. it a lot more than if you try and uh try and tiptoe around Mm it
0: Like, even saying mental thing, know, it's I so would. awkward. I fully acknowledge that it's just totally, yeah. ugh, it's cringy. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to thank you right now for coming on to this episode of Tonight We Talk. And as always, it's a pleasure to have you.
1: Oh, no problem at all.
0: I enjoyed this one. Awesome. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you? I don't think we established at the beginning.
1: No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at SoManyBats. Uh, on Instagram, so.many.bats. Mm-hmm. Casting Call Club, So Many Bats. Just anywhere on the internet that you can find me, I'm probably So Many Bats. If not, message me on something and ask.
0: Well, you heard it uh, here first, uh, audience. If you can't (laughs) uh, get enough of uh, Jameson, uh, just remember that uh, there's so many of him. At least 15. At least 15. And there you have it. That was tonight's episode with Jameson Steele, where we talked about all different kinds of things centered around mental health. Now, you may have noticed it was Jameson doing most of the talking when it came to mental health. He's been far more of an advocate than I. He really believes that you should be trying to get better if you have a problem. And that's not to say that I don't believe those things. That's just to say that he goes through it himself. So it has a almost an entirely new meaning to him that I can't even realize. That said, I do believe that if anybody has any kind of mental health issue, or if you are suffering, or if you think that you may even have a mental health issue, that meaning you're not sure, but you're maybe assuming, maybe anticipating it, I encourage you to get the help that you need. I think that, and Jameson said it in the podcast, I believe, mental health and physical health In a lot of ways are very similar, and a lot of ways are very different, but we should take care of them both just the same. So don't put these things off because you can't see mental health, and it's it's degrading. I don't wanna bring this show down on a sad note. I'd consider this more of a serious slash considerate note. I want you to be okay. I want you to be happy, and I want you to be the best person you can. And when we have things like depression, or anxiety they wear down on us you know they make us people who we aren't they make us worse versions of who we are so if i can give you any kind of advice any kind of advice to walk away from this episode of tonight we talk with it's get the help that you deserve because i know you deserve it i hope you have a nice night